This is Jared McKinnon, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by RosterWatch.com and by Jock Market, where you can get a 100% deposit bonus right now at JockMKT.com or by downloading the Jock Market app by searching JockMKT in the Google Play or App Store and using promo code ROSTERWATCH. So 100% deposit bonus, but you have to let them know that we sent you by using promo code ROSTERWATCH at jockmkt.com. My name is Alex Dunlap, joined by the Trash Man, and this is week seven on the waiver wire. Trash Man, probably my least favorite week on the waiver wire so far. What do you think? Why your least favorite? I feel like there's a lot that can go right and a lot that could go wrong. So it's a bit it's a big week for NFL buys. And so I think it'll be a popular I mean, six teams on buy. This is gonna be our worst, our worst buy week. Um, you know, or our, our worst buy week of the year. So we have the Bills on buy, as well as the Cowboys, the Jaguars, the Chargers, the Vikings, and the Steelers. So a lot of fantasy players are going to have issues. And so for that reason, I think waivers are important this week. And there are a few guys who feel like they're going to be sort of one week fill in types, but man, this feels like the kind of week where maybe, you know, if, if you have like, if, if you don't play in a league where you have a free agent budget um, system and you just have like the waiver, like the rotating waiver orders, uh, I, I'm not sure how many of these guys that I would use in like a number one or a number two waiver spot on, you know, um, but you know, we, we can get into it. And of course the waiver wire cheat sheet at rosterwatch.com has all of trash man's um, all of trash man's free agent, bud, free agent bids uh, recommendations and uh, sort of these players stacked up as to how he would take them to, to, to everybody in chat. Hello. Hello, Kip C. Hello, Daniel Shafford, good afternoon or good morning to you, depending on where you are. We'll be taking your questions here in the chat. And also, please list in the chat players that you're interested in possibly dropping this week for any of these waiver guys at the very end of the show. I'll go over those with Trash Man. I've written a few down uh, so far, but uh, I'll take them out through the course of the show. Um, all right. Trash Man. Just started out, I guess. What I, I mean, you're interested in Dearness Johnson this week. I mean, if it, we just got the word, it looks like Nick Chubb is not going to be able to go, and we know that Kareem Hunt with the calf is going to be out for the Cleveland Browns for the next four to six weeks. If I look at the roster watch matchup tool for this week, the Browns are playing Denver, so the number 21 matchup, basically the seventh worst matchup for opposing runners. I'm not sure. I mean. I guess if you're, you know, if you own, if, if you own like Zeke Elliott and Najee Harris or something like that, you just need to find somebody who you can play this week. Uh, I, I could see maybe going and picking up Dearness Johnson, but maybe if you could talk about any of the nuance that sort of goes into that and, and, you know, 
when you would be recommending the type of bid that you're recommending for a player like that? What kind of teams need to be going after Dearness Johnson? Teams that have two running backs on by. Yeah. That's pretty I, much it, right? I mean, <laughs> because here's the thing. You 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 gotta figure Nick Chubb is gonna be back maybe after this next week. Ah, uh, perhaps. Yeah, and the thing is, and the thing is, I feel like a lot of teams. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I feel like, I I feel feel like a lot of teams are on the precipice of having to have a win or their season is going to be in dire straits um this week. So I feel like I feel like it's an important week. Okay, a uh, couple of names here coming in. Kadarius, Tony, Rondale. We'll see what Trashman thinks about dropping these guys. E. Izzle, what's up, brother? Glad to glad to see you in the chat. Um, let's – but if we're just talking about – okay, so we're talking about Dearness Johnson. I need to get my – I need to get better at multitasking, taking these names down and talk, talk, steering the ship here. But, I mean, if we're talking about this, if this wasn't a – Thursday game for Cleveland. I think that maybe Chubb would be back this week. Uh, that's know? a possibility. I mean, even so, I feel like someone like a Demetric Felton would be useful in that situation. I, I don't think Chubb's going to just get. I mean, the thing is, the Browns are going to have to rely on the run game, regardless who's in there. I mean, Baker Mayfield and his torn labrum aren't doing anybody <laughs> any favors. In the passing game there, except for maybe Donovan Peoples-Jones. And, I, I mean, I guess, I mean, Jarvis Landry coming back potentially could take some of that onus off of the running game, but they're going to have to lean on whoever's in the backfield there for the Browns this week. What's up in the chat to the to the Huns, the Huns burglar? He wants to know about Stevenson. I mean, Ramondre Stevenson is on the cheat sheet. Kip Sees brings up an interesting point, says, also see if people who have one or two wins are in buy trouble – and try to snipe some of their roster. I don't know if this is exactly what he means. And of course, listen to the trade cast if you are in the spot where you're five and zero, four and one, or whatever is it? Is it now five? I think I'm five, I think I'm five and one in one of my yeah. So we we we've, we've had six we've had, games. We've had six weeks. Um, if you're in a spot where you're you know five and one, six and zero, oh, definitely listen to the trade cast and li- listen to what Byron will talk about as far as some consolidation trades. If you're on that end of the trading block. But also with Kip C, I would also say, you know, what this made me think about is also if you're in one of these leagues where you, you know, don't necessarily have a free agent budget bidding system, but maybe you have you have the rotating waiver order and you're sitting on a one or a two or something like that. There are going to be teams who are, you know, these one and two win teams who have to drop good players this week who are on by to pick up players who they can play. You know, and so sometimes in weeks like this, I'll just sit back and wait to see who my league mates drop and see if they were forced to drop some dude that they really should not be dropping. And when they do that, swipe, swipe in and you might be able like what I'm saying is that there's like the like the groceries as far as the, the market that is waivers. The groceries could be better after all, after all this swapping goes around. Right. You, you, you could have better stuff in the pool. After yeah, these- yeah. Chances are they're going to be players that don't have games this week. But yeah, but I mean, if you're in the future, but if you're a winning team and somebody drops, say, like, what if somebody drops Tony Pollard, you know, something like that? You just be like, you know, I want Tony Pollard more than I want any of these idiots on this waiver wire cheat sheet, is what I, I guess what I'm saying. So, and Pollard could be getting dropped this week. People have asked about him. Um, 
What about what about what about Ramondre Stevenson? This guy has completely luck boxed his way into out of the doghouse and possibly having a role moving forward, hasn't he? Yeah, he definitely has. Uh, he still looks fat and slow to me. <laughs> I mean, Brandon Bolden, he maybe got two touches this last week. He's just I I feel like they're giving Stevenson the shot over Bolden and uh, and Harris being questionable. I mean, it'll really be interesting to see to monitor Harris this week. He's somebody I'm really interested in monitoring as if he doesn't play for some reason, Stevenson would have a major role, although it isn't a great, a great matchup. Uh, who, who is it this week? Okay. So new England is versus oh, it's the jets. It's the jets. It's the number four it's match a, of the week. Great, for Bozeman yes, number. And here's the other thing too, is, is, I think that I think that this could be some fool's gold with Ramondre Stevenson. I mean, only thirty three percent of snaps last week. He did get in for the touchdown. And here's the thing: you would expect a one him, a one yard touchdown. Well, yeah, well, yeah. But here's here's the thing: Damian Harris did reach in for the touchdown last week. Whenever he's not supposed to, you're not supposed to extend the football for the goal line if you are a Bill Belichick running back. He did it. He committed the cardinal sin. And Ramondre Stevenson does weigh over two hundred and fifty pounds. You know, like he could be he could maybe be on his way to earning a role that's some kind of goal line banger slash occasional use in the but passing game kind the of guy. Reason, the only reason Harris came out was because he was limping. I know. Well, well, I, well I, I don't know. I did think the same. I, I had the same thoughts. So I agree. I'm I mean I mean the the dude asked for thoughts on Ramondre Stevenson so we're, we're we're talking out our thoughts. My thoughts are like I would smoke I I don't like him. I would if, much if, rather if, have, if Harris plays I'm not in on him. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah I, but, mm, I'm not in. I don't want to be in on Ramondre Stevenson either. But I can't put it out of the question that he might be able to completely luck box himself into in, into a role as so the feel- as as the Huns burglar says in in the chat, I I, I I want it to be JJ Taylor, but I don't think it is. So you <laughs> I like, don't think it so is. So you feel either. like even if Harris plays, Stevenson will have some kind of flex value. No, mm, not no, not, not not any given week. But I, I do believe that he could have he could have minimal fantasy appeal, rosterable minimal fantasy appeal. Moving forward, if things fall completely, I mean, here's the thing: he's had the nut run out. This has been a, this has been an epic like run out for him. He's he's had the JJ Taylor fumble. He's had James White get hurt. He's had Brandon Bolden look like shit. He's I mean, he's been in the doghouse himself after fumbling his first carry as an NFL player. You know, he's had I mean, everything's happened where it's like they just have to say, Jesus, well, we drafted this guy in the third round. It's looked like a stupid, stupid pick so far. Even the staff has admitted that he's been in the doghouse. Even his own running backs coach. They ask they don't they ask Ramondre Stevenson's own running backs coach what it is he needs to work on. And the and, and the guy's like, everything. I mean, it's like it's like they 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 that they had to they had to be in a position to play him this this last week. I'm just saying, if he continues to luck box his way like this, Stevenson could be somebody that finds his way to minimal fantasy appeal. I'm not saying an every week flex play, but uh, yeah, certainly. We spent way more... too much time talking about Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, they, yeah, they just <laughs> asked about him in the chat. Jesse's asking about a running back, Booker or Herbert, for Week Seven. We don't even know yet, Jesse. Wait, wait until we find out whether or not Damian Williams still has COVID before at, and wait until we get our initial rankings up. Jesus. Um, Michael, but what's up, Jesse? Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Michael Chap, what's going on, brother? Uh, 
good morning or good afternoon to you, depending on where you're at. Talking uh, about running backs still here on the waiver wire. And again, not the best week, but this whole thing with the Seattle Seahawks seems a little bit interesting to me. Alfred Collins. Alfred Collins. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the Texas Longhorns defense. I just got done charting. Alex Collins just got a Alex Collins, a little bit, little bit banged up. Chris Carson, pretty damn banged up. Rashad Penny getting activated off of IR. They think he's going to be good. And these other dirt balls like DJ Dallas and Travis Homer just, I mean, kind of makes Rashad Penny a little bit of an interesting pickup. I see you have him up here in this sort of same tier. Of all these guys, though, trash man, I think in a PPR league, I'm more interested in JD McKissick than anybody that we've discussed so far. Uh you've I mean, like, I feel like as far as immediacy goes, um, the guy that's why I have the guys above above them that I do. I mean, and, and I just don't really know what's gonna happen as far as if I mean Jarrett Patterson and his involvement in that offense. Um, if he becomes that first two down back or if J.D. McKissick is going to be relegated to that third down role. I mean, the thing is, I feel like, too, a lot of people who have J.D. Mc, JD McKissick, or, I mean, I feel like he's not that much of a hot pickup so much as he is somebody who's continuing to to maintain fantasy value. I get it. But just with the Antonio Gibson stuff, it's it's begun to become troublesome. And Jared Patterson is also an interesting pickup. I mean, as a guy that owns Antonio Gibson, at least in one of our home leagues, I picked up Patterson you know, a week, 10 days ago, just because I became worried about the shin and maybe anything happening in game, you know, for him, which, which, which did happen. Um, if Gibson was to miss time, I'd kind of, I'm kind of with you, trash man, that maybe Jared Patterson could be the bigger beneficiary. Whereas JD McKissick just sort of stay, stays the course with kind of who he is picking up maybe a little bit of the volume, but not enough to make it just a, a, a complete, you know, just a big time needle mover for him. And of course, but, and then here's, here's the other thing too. Whenever we look at these players, if they're in the same tier, it's like trash means put them in that tier. So you can, you know, I think, well, maybe you can decide trash me, but what Byron always said, whenever he did this, he's like, look, if they're in the same tier, think about your team, think about what you need. And, you know, go into this thing with a little bit of a little bit of understanding and a little bit of nuance to say, like, look, if, if I'm if I'm if, if I need to win this week, I want to pick up a Dearness Johnson because he's probably he and Demetri Felton are going to, you know, who knows how they're going to split time. But if it were, I mean, I think Demetri Felton has a lot more upside for sure, especially well, we've seen Dearness Johnson thrive in that role, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and. And like they always say, like Kevin Stefanski always says, we we trust the earnest. He said it last week whenever he's talking about not wanting to go too hard on, on, on Kareem Hunt. He really is the first guy, the first name that's out of their mouths whenever they talk about what the back, backup of the backup contingency plan is. So I can understand that. But you get Demetri Felton in there and he gets a hot hand, dude. He like he's a good player who can who can make some things happen. So um and they've been operating as a two back committee this whole year anyway. They wouldn't have to change that much just to have basically the homeless man's version of the Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt with uh, with with, with uh, Dearness Johnson and Demetri Felton. They're operating in those similar roles. But what I would say is just think about your team. Think about what you're looking for out of these players. Think about what you need. Is it this week? Or are you trying to make a stash for down the road? And maybe that's the best way to address the uh, 
the uh, you know the order of these players here in this tier of the running back pickups. Would you agree? Yeah. Michael Chap is in the see. This is mainly waiver questions that we like during this show, but since Michael Chap is here hanging out, I mean, we can. So he has he has Herbert, Moss, Cook, Keenan Allen, Diggs, Hollywood, Pitts at tight end. Would you change anything? I'm surprised on 500. Honestly, I thought it would be better. Well, yeah, I would try and get. I would. I would up, try and upgrade my RB two from Zach Moss. You know. Try and maybe sell Hollywood high right now. Well, and I see. I mean, Keenan Allen has, I think, only scored one, maybe two touchdowns this season. Diggs has only scored one. Yeah. So I, I see how. I mean, I see how you're three and three. I mean, but I feel like these guys are gonna are gonna step up. I feel like it's been a weird season so far as like hey, players who have produced and generally in the past. Michael Chap, you need to be listening to Byron Lambert's trade cast. Listen to the trade cast. Find some ideas from the trade cast about a, a, a liquidation trade of one of those dudes and go see what you can make happen. Okay. Listen to the trade cast. That goes for all you guys listening to this. The, I mean, no offense to trash man, no offense to me, no offense to any of you guys, but that's a much more valuable podcast than, than this one. Byron puts a ton of, ton of work into that thing every single week. Um, all right. Uh, trash man, what do you think about the, uh, what do you think about any? Do, do you even want to touch on any of these dirt balls at the very bottom of the sheet here? I'm not. I I wouldn't pick up any of these idiots that you have listed down on the bottom here the, as these five percent and under bids. Any of these soft solvent I mean, or, it's hard because like Mark Ingram is literally getting like twenty touches a game. It's he's a, not it's getting. A, he's not getting twenty a game. Yes. Look at his last two games. Well, but right, but not over the course of the season. Not over the course. Not of the over season. the course of the season, but like the last two games. Yeah. I did see he got twenty touches last week. That's for um, sure. they just don't get in scoring position that often. The Texans, so it's not resulting in any touchdowns. But I mean, but if you're getting twenty touches a game, that's you're not you're not getting twenty touches a game. That's a false <laughs> statement. The last two games, well, I think maybe averaging nineteen then, in the last two games. Let's see. He's averaging. So let's see. One game of 27 touches, one game of 15 touches, one game of seven touches, one game of six touches, one game of 16 touches, one game of 20 touches. So I don't have a calculator in my head, but that doesn't seem quite. I mean, that's that's a. I was talking talking about the last two games. So he's he's like averaging 18 touches. Average 18 touches his last two games over his last over his last over his last three games. He's averaging what's forty what's forty-two divided by three. He's averaging like fourteen point fourteen point six six touches over his last three games. And then forty-eight divided by four, twelve touches over his last four games. So it's go you know, it's going it's, it's getting less and less. But the then you go the two games before that and it brings it back up. Oh, it brings it back up to so you had you had fifteen on you had fifteen onto the what what was I even at was I forty eight forty eight plus fifteen yeah. sixty three so you're back up to twelve point twelve point five over that one now if you add in the first game where you had the twenty six attempts uh, I mean do I have to, do, I'm do just I saying I'm just saying I'm just I'm just saying he's trending up in touches yeah I mean he's tough yeah but. Worth worth no more than five percent of your free agent bids. Um, let's see. Kip C says Byron. Yeah, Byron does a great job. Let's see with Jerry Judy playing. 
uh, more in the slot. Do you still like him to break out? Look, if Jerry Judy's available, yeah, well, in your it league, doesn't matter go, where he's on the field. <laughs> yeah, go get Jerry Judy, man. Um, and it's interesting. I think that that makes more kind of let's just let's just move to let's just move to wide receiver trash, man. And before we do, um. Just wanted to tell you guys really quick about Jock Market. Stop throwing your money away. It's time to check out Jock Market, the app where daily fantasy becomes a stock exchange. Buy and sell shares of players in real time for real money. At the end of the night, all shares have a guaranteed payout based on fantasy point scoring. You can buy and hold. You can wheel and deal. You can even short shares of players you feel are overvalued. Download now for 100% deposit match up to $50 using promo code ROSTERWATCH. It's not about setting a whole lineup. Just trade shares of players you like. Trading markets for NFL, NBA, NHL, PGA, and MLB. And get this, if you don't turn a profit in your first contest, Jock MKT will cover your losses up to $100. So you have nothing to lose. Trade in a stock market where you understand the assets. Download Jock Market in the app or Play Stores or check out jockmkt.com and use promo code ROSTERWATCH for a 100% deposit bonus match up to $50 on your first deposit. That's jockmkt.com, jockmkt.com. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Um, back to the cheat sheet. I see uh, I, you, you. You're going back in on Ty Hilton. You're you're interested in Ty Hilton. He he led the he led the Colts in receiving his first game back. Yeah, but I I, I think he still only had four targets. Andy got hurt. He still had the he still had more than anyone else. And Paris Campbell got hurt bad. Paris Campbell got hurt bad. Yeah, and the thing is, last season too. Michael Pittman was doing great. Um, T.Y. Hilton ended up having a better season. Yep. So I, uh, you know what? I mean, I played. I dude, I went on the Blitz show for our pro members at rosterwatch.com who watched that uh, the the DFS show. I I told Cardi and Chief man, I was I was playing I was playing T.Y. Hilton in cash against them last week. I I played him in cash. He was he he was like he was like. 1.8% owned in, in the in the big uh the the massive $25 double up on DraftKings. Nobody was I'm just like, how I mean 4100 4, TY Hilton versus the Texans? He's yeah, healthy. He's a, he's a Texan eater. I mean, come on, man. I mean, it, not an absolute monster game, but it was it, it was nice. Oh, this is interesting. Kipsy has a couple of interesting possible players he might want to get rid of i gotta write these guys down okay uh talk about some of these guys though at the very top besides ty hilton his name just kind of stuck out to me christian kirk's probably probably interesting i'm interested i'm i'm i'm, I'm kind of freaked out that you have tim patrick on here it's like he needs to be moved tim patrick needs to be moved down with with jerry judy coming i don't back. even care i mean tim patrick led the led the broncos in receiving last season with Cortland sutton out so, so Jerry Judy. Okay. Um, well, right. But I mean, Jer- but Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton are both better than, are both better than Tim Patrick. Uh, allegedly. Tim, no. Patrick, Tim Patrick's the one that, that ends up showing up. Uh, I'm going to fucking, fucking turn this broadcast off. He's the one that ends up showing up tell in the me, box score. You're gonna, Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton are both, Sutton wasn't a first, both guys are first round worthy type of alpha wide receivers. Tim Patrick's a, He's just he's an he's an every man's jag. Yeah, I mean, if you just look at the results, yeah, I just for me it's Tim. Pa- yeah, I, I, I mean, they trash me. We, we we have to move Tim Patrick down. There's no way, like, there's no way we can have guys like have him over guys like Rashad Bateman or what. Even with what Darnell Mooney's been doing, like he needs to be below those guys. Um, 
Nicole Hardman. I, I mean, I Jesus, have, come on, man. I would, I would have. I would play Patrick in a pinch over both of those guys over McCole Hardman. You don't know what he's going to do from game to game. Tim Patrick has been consistent. Are you telling me that you know what's going to happen with Tim, with Tim Patrick from game to game once we get Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton back? There's no way, and Noah Fant is still there. He's by far fourth in the pecking order, and that offense is puny and it sucks. I'm just gonna, I'm just looking here at his totals. I mean, he's either scored a touchdown or has had over 89 yards in all but one game this season. And, and I feel it. like the and I feel like from the, the, from, the, from the from the beginning of the season. I've, and I feel like the the dynamics are about to change. Maybe so, but I, I, that's yet to be seen. What if? Let me ask you this: What if the same thing was true of Zach Pascal? What about him? Well, what if the same right, thing but was it's true? Not. It's not. <laughs> but 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 I'm saying, what if it was? And then Ty Hilton comes back, and then do you get the you know you get uh you know. Like that, what I'm saying is that's the, it's the same kind of player. Like, would you, would at the very time, whenever you're getting these other players back, would you, would you, would you want to pick up this, this guy who it seems like he's probably, ju- he's probably just been getting this done because of the lack of competition for targets? If, if Zach Pascal had led the Colts in receiving last year, maybe so. Okay. I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand you sometimes trash, man. I just, I could not, have, we got to move Tim Patrick down a little bit. Look, you can keep uh, him in this here. I mean, you can move him down. I just, I, I, I just, I'm a, I'm a Tim Patrick believer. All right. Donovan Peoples Jones, you have him in the, well, he's not even in the same category here. Um, it, I mean, Michael Gallup, what's the story with him? You're a Cowboys fan. When, when is he coming back? I mean, chances are he comes back after the bye. I mean, that's what it's looking like. Okay. Does that um, – let's see. Is that – is that going to – that ain't going to swindle CeeDee Lamb, is it? There's no way. Uh, no, it's swindle a Cedric Wilson and Noah Brown. Oh, God. Please, please, please swindle Cedric Wilson. I'm so tired of seeing number one. And I'm tired of seeing I'm, – dude, I'm, 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 I'm tired of seeing Noah Brown. He looks too damn much like CeeDee sometimes. <laughs> Noah Brown looks good. Mannion Hunter says, if you, if you haven't already, can you please talk about your thoughts on Bateman? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we haven't talked about Bateman, Mannion Hunter, but we did tell people on the serious show, go ahead and pick him up and just see what happens. And what we saw, you know, what we saw happen wasn't him blowing the doors completely off, but he certainly does look like he's the future complement to Marquise Brown. I mean, 65% of snaps, four catches on uh, six targets. I mean, don't you want him in there over Sammy Watkins if if you're the Ravens? I know that they went out and made it made a real point to get Sammy Watkins in free agency, but Jesus, I mean, they made a real point to go get Rashad Bateman in the first round of the NFL draft. I mean, it's like yeah, those are your two first round wide receivers. Those are your future weapons for Lamar Jackson. I, I figure that of course he'll continue trying to you know they're. Of course, you need to continue trying to get him in a great. But you want it, you want him, you want him to, you want him to flash before Watkins gets back, though. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, targets are earned, trash man. Rashad Bateman went out his first NFL game and earned six damn targets, dude. Like, that's good. That's good. I mean, I he 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 went out his first NFL game and earned six targets. Do you do you know how many more that was than Josh Gordon in his in his in his first game with the Chiefs? Or a second. 
<laughs> no, um, look, man, we love Bateman. I, I mean, he's in, he, he's a, he's in the top tier of the pickups this week. And if he's if, if he's available in your league, that's the kind of pickup. If you are a team that's a winning team, you know, that's you pick him up, you stash him. You hope that you, the, you, you know, you hope that you get something big down the stretch. And if, and if you're in a deep, deep, sharp league, he's not available. You know, he just he, he just he won't be available right now. Um, what about some of these other wide receivers? Anybody in particular that you just want to hit on trash me before we get into some of these keeps and drops that people have asked about? You know, so intriguing to me is actually Jamal Agnew. I was you know what? what I didn't I uh, I that game. I was kind of. It was, you know, we, we were, we had just gotten off radio and of course, you know, we, we have all this work to do on Sunday mornings before lock. So that game didn't get as much attention from me as the rest of the games do that aren't these, aren't, aren't these London swindles, but just looking through the box score that I was like, I was like Jamal Agnew, Jesus, man. And here's the thing. He's fast and they really like him as a kick returner too. He's made all those big kick return touchdowns. He had the 109 yard kick return touchdown. And then he also had, did he have a kick six? Was that him that was back there for the Jaguars when I they got the so. kick six? So it's like he, he's had some big plays, and he is fast as hell. Um, I think they like playing him out of the slot more than they do Chenault. That's crazy to me. That's wild to me because Chenault had a – Chenault, as far as the target volume went, when I looked back, I remember him having a decent game. To, yeah, 10 no, targets. No, he had 10 targets. Week. I'm just saying he's they're not – they're playing Agnew more out of the slot than they are Chenault. Right. Well, that's I mean, that's Jamal Agnew is an interesting kind of deep pickup for sure. I, I remember seeing his name and thinking like, man, well, we know he's got juice. We know he like he had the ball in his hands. He's one of these guys that definitely is a huge, huge, huge play threat. I mean, if he's getting what do you what do you is I mean, that dude, that dude's gotten he got 59 percent of the snaps. 59 percent of the snaps over, over in London. I don't don't think you'll hear many people talking about Jamal Agnew, but in a in a deep in a deep league for for sure. I mean, a fourteen team leaguer. I think you'd be silly to leave that guy sitting on your waivers. Uh, you want to move over to tight end because you, we still have Ricky Seals Jones, who just runs every single route. You know, with everybody I mean, else banged up, just, winning right for Logan Thomas. <laughs> yeah, it's just been he's just been uh, he's been he's been he's been really good he's been good so I, th- I think you go pick him up I, it makes me feel so old man i remember like we i would i would watch his high school huddle films and stuff when he was right out of sealy you know where sealy texas is trash we probably drive i by drive there. it through i drive through it all the time uh, oh, who's, who's it eric um a ronnie lots from there no no oh it? it's some but it's it's somebody that, that that owns a that, that owns a couple of restaurants there now yeah or is it uh, eric dickerson maybe I don't, I don't know. But anyway, RSJ is from Sealy. And I, I always think about him as being from there and like how good he was in high school. And I look at his picture on DraftKings and that dude looks like an old 50 year old man at this point. Dude, he looks so old, man. I was like, Jesus, how old do I look these days? Um, okay. Uh, but what about these tight ends? Any, any of these others that you want to talk over? And then I'm going to get a look at the uh, defenses here on the matchup tool for next week, see if anything kind of sticks out to me. I mean, CJ Uzoma's, I think, scored three touchdowns in the um, over the last three weeks. Um, not a ton of targets, but they're using him in the end zone. Um, I mean, Evan Ingram, you have to think, is going to pop soon. Is You know, he's getting the targets. 
Um, he's just not getting he's just not getting into the end zone. Um, and Tyler Conklin, he seems to be staying at a pretty you know pretty productive clip, even when, even in games that like KJ Osborne is producing in. Um, so I feel like Tyler Tyler Conklin, he's 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 a decent flyer. And what, Ross Dwelly, it'll be interesting to see what he does there in San Francisco. He could end up being like a Ricky Seals Jones, you know, and that he just comes in for the guy who was playing, and 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 you know, they just go to those tight ends so often that he produces. So he's somebody that you know, it's there's a there's a low floor there, but he could end up paying dividends for you. All right, let's see. Um... We have the defenses. I'm just looking here. You don't, you don't, you don't have the best streaming defense even up. Like I just had to add it to the very top of the of this sheet because Cleveland, Cleveland gets Denver at home. I don't think many people own the Cleveland defense, do they? Do they? I don't Hold think on. so. Cleveland, that's the. I mean, that's the best pickup this week, right? I mean, if I'm less, I'm being crazy. New Orleans, if they're available, looks like a really good pickup. Oh, Cleveland, Cleveland is rostered in almost sixty percent of leagues. So th- we can't put them on the sheet. I mean, technically, let's, no. Let's just put them on. I mean, let's just put them on as the top option in case any anybody can can get to them. And then the Saints, you're right, are the, are the number two option. It looks like here. Because they have to travel to Seattle, but they but they get to travel to Geno Smith and um, you know Rashad Penny and all the, all the all the rest of this stuff. Even though Geno, man, like I said, like I tweeted about during the during the Sunday night game, like Mike he Tomlin's kind of looking at him and saying, "Like, man, I wish I had got like Geno back here." Yeah, behind I mean, Geno was solid as a game manager up until his last tur- turnover. I felt bad for him. All right, well, you, you guys can find the. Uh, you guys can find the uh, defensive pickups that Trashman has listed over at the website, rosterwatch.com. Go get a pro membership. Help us out. Uh, and if you just want to help out in the smallest, simplest of ways, if you could share this video or if you could click that you like it, uh, subscribe to the channel, that always helps a bunch. Um, we have a couple questions coming in here. Minion Hunter says, um, Minion Hunter is oh, he's talking to somebody else here. Isaac Rivas is asking Kadarius Tony is this year's breakout wide receiver. I don't know. He needs to. He needs to. He needs to stay healthy. Yeah, he needs to get through a game first, right? He needs to get. Uh, I'd like to see him get through one game, right? Um, could but, be I mean, ba- could be Bateman. Yeah, I mean, he de- ultimately dude, he, he he definitely looks like. I mean, he definitely looks. I'm trying to think of who's who's. Like, I mean, Jamar Chase is this year's breakout wide receiver. I think. But I'm just trying to th- I'm trying to think of who else could really be considered for that role. Ruggs has broken out a little bit this year, um, but Katoni. I mean, if he continues, if if he p- puts up a bunch more games like he did back in Week Five, geez, man, we're we're definitely cooking with peanut oil. All right, trash man, here we go. Can you drop them? Some of these players are actually on the cheat sheet, so it would just be like, can you drop them for? Uh, for players like you know uh, for others so the first one the first question was tim patrick you're saying don't you're saying you're not going to drop him i'm not dropping him just yet daniel jones i mean it depends on who you're dropping him for but he's he's droppable latavius murray yes he's droppable 
I'm not sure he's. I'm not sure he's. He's just a. I'm not I mean, sure. That I mean, I just don't. I mean, I just. We'll don't see know how the with, injury with, is with Freeman and 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 um and, and Bell and Bellville there too. It's it's it could be a three headed beast there. Yeah, I'm. I know. I think Latavius is best out of those three, but he's hurt now. So I'm not. I I I have Latavius in a couple of my leagues. I'm not dropping him just yet. But we're getting to the point where people are asking. So, I mean, just how about this one? There's some people, more questions coming in here. Um, but, uh, is Byron doing another trade cast? Yes, the trade cast is always going to be out on Wednesdays until the trade deadline, which is like, what is that trash? I mean, this is about I think week. November 2nd. Yes, yeah, in, until the trade. No, I think, it's, I think it's the week after that. It's the week after that. You sure? Yeah, because it's. Oh, every, I- and fantasy or in, in the NFL? Fantasy. Okay. Yeah. It's generally more around Thanksgiving. Like I'm, the, I, I'm just, I know the NFL trade line is November 2nd, I believe. Um, many of them are saying that Latavius is going to be out this week and then next week is the Ravens' bye. So, I, shit, that's, an, that's a good point. He's out for at least two weeks. You're not going to have him back until week week nine – yeah, you get probably uh, that sucks. You can you can probably uh, I don't know maybe 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 you can drop Latavius. Um, how about Devin Singletary uh, on, on on a really good team? Yeah, you could drop him. I mean, I feel like Moss is the guy there, and he's he's the goal line guy. More importantly, how about Royce Royce Freeman? I'll answer for him. You you, you can drop Royce Freeman. Um, I know where you had him. <laughs> How about this? I'm I, I, actually I'm, I'm 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 saving this one for last. Okay, what about Tyler Boyd? No, no, he's been miserable. Has he? He's been get. I, I mean, he's been getting the same number of targets as the other guys. No, he hasn't. This last week, I think he got with two targets, but before that, he'd been a little bit better. I think that I think this is somebody being reactionary to this. I think last I think I think going into this last game, they were all averaging about seven targets a game. I remember looking at that. I think this question is somebody being reactionary the same way that I was to to Tyler Boyd this this week. Yeah. Um. Robert Tunyon. Yes, I I I've, I've been done with Robert Tunyon a while ago. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is Jeez, I wrote I wrote somebody down, but I don't know who that is. Oh, Van Jefferson. Um, yeah, I mean he's a player who's going to pop every you know three games or so, but he's droppable. Johnu Smith, droppable. Hunter Henry's the passing the receiving option, the better receiving option that offense. Kenny Gainwell. Yeah, he hasn't been getting anything these last two games. Is 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 Miles Sanders a guy to kind of maybe just kind of take a look at and say, what if he gets dropped or something this week? <laughs> like or he he won't get dropped, but if they watch the game, they won't drop him. But yeah, I, I think Byron will talk about Miles Sanders in the trade cast tomorrow. Um, Ronald Jones, yes. Somebody asked. I, I mean, I say no, but somebody asked about Kadarius Tony. Do we have an official? If you're on a losing team, you can drop him. If you need to win this week, you can drop him. If you're on a winning team, I would not drop him. Rondale Moore? 
You can, uh, you can, if you can drop him, I think if, if uh, you need to win this week, you can drop him. If you like pain, you can drop him. I think he's going to cause you some pain down, down the road. Well, the thing is any one of those Arizona receivers could cause you pain on any given week. Was and was was Zach well, Ertz coming and the thing in? Is, yeah, and Zach Ertz coming in, it's just going to make it, it feels like it, it feels like it. But that particularly hurts Rondale. Yeah. Um. Two 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 more. Thanks again to everybody for tuning in, man. We love all you guys. If you could please just click to like and subscribe uh, here on the YouTube channel, and make sure to check out the podcast feed over at Roster Watch because that's where you'll get the trade cast, and that's where you'll get the other content as well um we could also we have stuff that's exclusive over on the website so make sure and make sure and give that a look if you're just watching here on youtube you're missing out on a ton of our stuff all right i'm on raw st brown uh you can drop him outside of ppr nah, I'm, i mean i would i would i don't think you're going to be getting anything better on the waiver wire this week by dropping i'm on raw st brown right yeah not not at wide receiver i think i would hold all right, trash man. Here's here's the final one. Allen Robinson, can you drop him? If you need to win this week, you can drop him. If you need, if you got to do it, you can drop him this week. 